The Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE. It's electrified. So you can boogie woogie woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie woogie woogie through the mud. Or boogie woogie woogie to work, where you boogie woogie woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Then you boogie woogie woogie to the elevator as he boogie woogie woogies after you, begging, please take me with you. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Okay, everybody, welcome back. As I said, well, maybe how the hell would you know if you didn't watch the, the video I put out this morning? But it's a busy day today. We, um, we put out the Black Adam trailer reaction so far. We're going to have the Jurassic World Dominion review up today. We've got a, a big thing, Sith Council. And if you want to be part of all that, all you got to do is subscribe. Hit that button. We're trying to get to 50000 this month. You can get us there. You can get us there and be part of it. We have some fun over this crap dump. It's a way to get you in, right? Call it a crap dump. Well, come on in and let's play. Um, and obviously, I do a lot of Obi-Wan stuff on the channel. We got a, a Star Wars show that we do every Wednesday. Uh, okay, so this episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was listening to Jamie Costa last night. And he was on Josh. Well, he was Josh Robert Thompson was on his show. Thanks a lot for the invite, Jamie. Just kidding. I know Jamie listens. Um, so they were talking about a couple of different things that I agree with. One is the, the music. Music is sorely missing in this show, and I have mentioned uh, it very much so. But Jamie also mentioned that the show should have just been called Kenobi. Also agree with that. But this episode, uh, episode four, chapter four, whatever you want to call it, it it's, I don't know if I like it less than two, but it's certainly not my favorite episode. There is a lot inside of this episode that I like a lot, um, and I see what they were going for, and there were certain things that, as we go through the pictures and the moments that I think were pretty interesting for Star Wars lore overall, um, homage to certain things that have happened about the prequels and the original trilogy. Uh, but there was still a lot of stuff that happened within plot and the production that I'm, I'm, st I'm, I'm not on board with. But overall, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine episode. It just, from coming off of how powerful episode three was and then the fact that a we only get six episodes total and then b um this was only this really was only a half an hour long when you take out the previously on and the credits it's about 31 minutes and when you compare that to like something that like what stranger things is doing like an hour and 15 minutes each episode um it doesn't really give you much time to play and it starts to get a little I don't want to say worrisome, but just the fact that it, I, mean, I guess disappointing when the rematch of the century is is promoted and the story really isn't about Vader and Kenobi right now. I thought that that you know, he he this whole thing has been torturing him for so long. He finally finds out Anakin is around, um, and it's not they're not di uh, deep, uh, deep diving. Now we have two episodes left. And we're talking about uh, potential flashbacks. Are we going to see Hayden at all in flashbacks? I don't know yet. Um, but there are certain things that I think that they're focusing on that I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just kind of a little, little bummed about where they went in this one. But then again, the, the, the homage to episode four in episode four of this show there's a lot of new hope stuff there's a lot of prequel stuff in here and let's let's kind of let's try to dive into it as best we can uh let's start and where we start is 
there's again this, there was a lot of stuff where obi-wan essentially takes the role of luke in the original trilogy uh in, in this in this whole entire episode and the, the stuff that i that i didn't mind right i like i like he's he's recovering from his injuries and the leaf blower is going to come in by the way it's wednesday so and it's star wars reviews so you might as well have him come on in he's going to give his thoughts on what the hell went down as well but as he's there and he's you know trying to figure out what the hell is going on and how and what happened and as i mentioned beforehand where i thought they were going to go with him being upset bummed depressed everything they thought thought he killed his buddy didn't his buddy's a, a, an absolute mess and you have a uh, indira varma as tala i like the character of tala a lot even though i said last week you know that it, we knew she was going to be a good guy and that's okay at least i did and that's fine it works it works well and i think that she's a great actress and i loved her from rome i love her and i love her in game of thrones and i think she works really well as this as kind of the imperial spy that helps out and First things first is they got to they got to get him going. And here's this kind of throwback to um, Empire Strikes Back with Luke in uh, in the back to tank on Hoth. But what I really dug about this is the, the back and forth with him trying to recover from his injuries, and then the back with with the pain that Anakin is in. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. And I, I love this scene I loved. I, I, this, this is the stuff that I'm, I'm that everything that I was kind of hoping for inside of the series, they delivered on, and I thought they were going to continue to explore on. But this particular scene really worked well for me. And the, just the, the, the torture that he's going through and seeing this and, and adding to it. Remember, he's having these dreams already about his friend, and now that his friend's alive, it's even making him worse. So he pops out out of the tank. I love this shot. And, and she's there just kind of... A little creepy just watching him sleep, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, and he pops out, and he's, he's like, what the hell's going on? The Anakin's around, man, he's, or, or Vader's alive. Now, this is where parts of it I understand where they're going for, and my overall gripe with this episode is the interrogation scene again of Leia and, uh, and Reva. Um. I feel that there's like 70, it felt like 75 of the same scene of her going, tell me where it is. No. Tell me where it is. No. It's like when I talk to my, my four-year-old, do you eat the candy when you're not supposed to? No. Did you? No. Did you? No. No. Don't. No. It just keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And my, my, I love, I love the actress that, that's playing um, uh, Leia. I love this kid. I think she's great. I think they're leaning too heavy on Leia. I think they're leaning way too heavy on Leia, and they do this whole... I know what they were doing is like young Leia, or young Leia, like 10-year-old Leia, essentially going through the same stuff she went through in episode four. And she's not like traumatized by it. And I always got the, I always got the feeling that Leia always portrayed like she was on board with the Empire 
for a while until the events of Rogue One leading into episode four. Clearly, she isn't. And how does, how does Vader not get prepped on everything that just happened in, in this episode? Because he comes in all pissed off. And what, what was the breakdown? What happened? Well, Obi-Wan was on the ship, and he was with Bail Organa's kid. They're running around. Oh, so she knows. She knows that we're, 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 we're not great. Because they're trying to put this ruse on in episode four. Because even when they, they're like, they're worried in episode four. When they, when they capture her, they're like, this ain't going to stand holding her. People are going to be pissed off. And then Vader's coming in and say, you're, you're a traitor. Like, he would think that now if she was running around with him and, and would go to. So that involving her as much as they have, I think, makes a bit of an issue. And as I said in the last episode, you just kind of, you know, either watch it or don't watch it and just kind of accept the choices that they're making, whether you like them or not. And um, it's up to you. And for people like, why, you just got to accept it and, and, and get spoon fed everything. Like, don't watch it. I'm not going to say I like those choices. Some of the choices don't. I'm not going to start picketing. Um, I just don't like uh, some of the choices. And this one just went on for a while for me. And I and I feel like we're just over we're overdoing it with with the with the Reva stuff. I get it. I know what she's 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 pissed off. Something happened to her when she was a kid. We still haven't found out what yet. She's doing the interrogating with with Leia. That probably sparks a memory. She can't infiltrate Leia's head. Because, you know, Leia's powerful. She's going to probably find out something within it. And I know the whole point of this was to track the droid. So we eventually, you know, do the same. I mean, this is, this is an absolute homage to everything that happens in episode four for this show, which is chapter four. It was done on purpose, obviously. Either way, we get to... Um, now, when we finally do meet... O'Shea Jackson Jr., who we were wondering. Some people thought that he was Quinlan Voss. I posed the question. I didn't necessarily think it, could see it, but didn't think it. And it turns out he's not. He's a new character named Roken. And Roken is, is another guy who was like, look, man, I don't want to get involved in this stuff. And he calls him General, dug that. But then he tells, he tells him the story. He's like, look, my wife was part of this too. I mean, he, that was another thing. This isn't, I thought O'Shea Jackson Jr. was great, but. It's just with this 30-minute episode that is kind of so quick and condensed. It's like, he's like, nah, I don't want to help you out. Yeah, we need you to help me out. Well, you know, you tell, ask me, you need, you, you need me? Well, my wife was, yeah, all right, I'll do it. It wasn't a really big change to get him, a big, it wasn't hard to get him to change his mind, is what I'm saying here. So, then, all right, we're going to go, we're going to go and we're going to do another rescue mission for Leia. We've got two rescue missions already. In the course of four episodes for Leia. Um, so he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you out. So he, here's his classic Star Wars scene. At first, I thought the dude on the left was um, the dude from Matrix who was the Death Sticks guy. And I was waiting for Obi-Wan to say something about him to the Death Sticks. And it's not him. So this is uh, Ryder McLaughlin as Wade. And then, yeah, Maya Erskine as Sully. Hey, Sully. And they, they're, they're planning their mission. And the mission happens, and you have um, Tala, who's going to once again do the classic Star Wars. This is the kind of, the, I, I will say, even though I say there's certain tropes that are getting tired for me of turning the, turning the, the, the bad guy good and all that stuff, there's other Star Wars tropes that I, I don't think I'll ever get bored of. And 
I like when they infiltrate the Empire. I know it's been done a billion times over, and it's pretty easy to do, but I like it. And I like the fact that, and then when it's done well, and I think she does it well, I like the character of Tala and, and how she how she infiltrates and what she says, you know, she's, she's going she's gonna to help. She's got to help. She needs to help. This is like part of like the overall, this is like the, the spark of the rebellion, if you will, part of it. And, I, and, and this is this type of stuff that I'm, that I'm really digging. Obi-Wan starting to become that Obi-Wan that we're going to meet around nine years later, where he's starting to use his force and reconnect the force. And she's like, you got to do it. You can do it. Connect. Come on. And now we get to interrogation scene 7,346. Um, shows the sign. And where is it? I don't know. Where is it? I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you. And, and then what's really great about this is there are, and, and like I said earlier in this episode, there's a lot of stuff inside of this episode that I thought was pretty interesting um, as far as overall canon goes. There is uh, this, this particular planet or what they mention in inside of it the um they what the hell they have the uh what planet is this they mentioned this in um fallen order i can't remember it but either, either way they, they mentioned inside of it and there's a lot of fallen order references inside of this particular episode and even from what i also heard is that there's when when cal is coming in to, to infiltrate at one point he has to come in the same way that that obi-wan does which i thought was um which I thought was pretty great. So the infiltration of this particular fortress and treating this as the Death Star of this particular episode, I got it. And what I liked about the tie-ins to the other stuff that we saw, um, now, I like when they land, and I like how they, there's no, for, I like that they didn't have to do a force field and all that. But this was one of the production things I was talking about. This looked very television to me when they landed. There's another scene down the line, by the way. Come on in. Come on in. There's another scene down the line in this episode that normally in film... Oh, you liked it too? You liked, you, you didn't like this part. What part did you like? Tell me about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you liked that part. Yeah, no, I didn't think they were going to show that, but they, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, leaf blow all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Get, a, get us some eggs. Uh, scramble. Thank you. No, no, no. A bagel? No, you have a bagel. You like bagels. Great. See you later. Um, so they, they land here. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. About the graphics. This looked very, this, this looked very setty to me. And whether it's the, uh, the volume or whatever it is, this didn't look great. It, it, it looked like almost like a dream or something. It didn't. I don't know, maybe, I don't know. This scene, though, she comes in and she, she uses her authority and she's sort of the kind of character Tal is and she can, she can get her way in. She's talking very loud where just the one dude's like, oh, is this a rebel or is this someone who's not working with us? I don't know. I'm going to ignore it. Okay, that's cool. And now I love I, this, this part I liked, the callback to the prequel. Where he's got a little, the little device where he's, what? You liked it too? Okay, good. So the um, he, and he comes on in, does exactly what I was talking about with Fallen Order, makes his way through, and this is where it gets about as New Hope as you get, right? And here's interrogation scene seven thousand six hundred forty-one. Where is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where's your droid? I, I I like droids also. I had it taken away from me when I was a kid. Yada yada yada. Boring, boring, boring. Uh, and then we back to Obi Wan, who's now walking around, trying to figure out 
where she is, where and this these are the other things. A couple different times as she's there, and like, who are you? Why why are you here? Let me see some credentials. And the first time she uses her words, gets her way in. I love that. Next one, she just beats the the ass out of that guy. Just chokes him out and leaves him laying on the floor. No one finds him. Doesn't even try to hide him. Slays him. He's just laying on the floor by some crates. Nobody cares. Love this droid that ultimately becomes a real pain in the ass later on. And there's this scene. And I, I love the shades of Obi-Wan kind of doing what he did at the Death Star. And he does it a few times. The two troopers here, he throws the thing towards the side. They were doing that. But here he is. He's laying by the crates. I don't know. Maybe they saw him. Hey, did you see Jeff? Yeah, he's passed out by the crates again. This guy. He's, he, yeah, Vader, Vader went to college with his buddies. He's a, is he just allowed to pass out by the crates? Yeah, that's what he does. Every Wednesday, he just passes out by the crates. So he's out by the crates. And then we get another interrogation scene. Where is it? I don't know. Tell me. You know, I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell, well, I need to talk to my dad first. Ah, you little trickster. Now we're going to torture you. Get over here. And they take her away. So now he's got to... Now it's... now. Obi-Wan is going to play the um, play the role of Han Solo and play the role of um, uh, Luke, and, and he's got he's got a rescuer. He's going to, now, now all this stuff is rescuing through this part. This stuff was great. the The tomb and seeing everything that he's seeing. Now there's a lot of there's a lot of different Easter eggs of people who are wondering exactly who they are and what's happening. There's he discover, he discovers the, uh, the 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 basement is packed with. There's a lot of, like, all the Jedi that they've gotten. Now, the first one, apparently, this guy is Coleman Kajaj, and he was in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. He was in the Clone Wars. Um, and there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different people. Actually, this, this guy, I think, is, is, who the hell is this guy? I thought, is this, is this, I'm not sure if this is the guy, or there's a few different people. This could be Tara Sanub. Either way, some people thought they saw Mace Windu in there. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that, but I liked. I liked this, and I liked this. The, this, and now they finally get get her in the seat. They're doing the um, the lay in the seat, the torture scene, back to where we were with the, with her, and, and you know the, the the probe droid and all that. And you get more of these Jedi and thing and and the the tomb that they have. And I'm, I want to know, I want to get a full breakdown of who everything is. But we get back to this interrogation scene, you know, they're not going to get her. But it just like I said, this just bothered me because it, it, I think it takes away from New Hope. And I haven't been saying that about this show. A lot of people have been saying other things have been, but this, that, that particular does. And then you get some more, some more peeps. And, and I'm going to let smarter people than me figure out who these people are. And I can't wait to figure out exactly who. But this one got me, you know, the youngling stuck in there. And he's, you know, he's horrified over it. And Obi-Wan's, she's like, tells her, get the hell out of there. And obviously, they're not going to torture Leia, so she's got to stop the torturing. And then there's this whole scene of like, are you a spy? I am a spy. I need to be a spy. Why do you need to be a spy? Well, because I need to be a spy because I got all infiltrated and blah, 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 blah. I don't think I trust you. I might trust you. But this scene was like, I don't know. It, it was, it, it, it didn't get me. It was just a way to get her, Reva out of the room so then Obi-Wan could do this, which I loved. I love this the, the imagery here. And he's going there. He's slashing people down. He just and he's getting his he's getting his skills back. And she's like, okay, so I guess I'm uh, I'm not your friend after all. Why she doesn't just kill her right here? I don't understand. She's been ruthless throughout the entire show. 
and now she doesn't want to kill her? Why? After clearly the the rope, as soon as that, as soon as the droid finds her, right, finds him right here, and the alarm starts going off, Talos should be toast. But instead, she slaps a stormtrooper on the side of the head and says, "Get out of here, you!" And then the other one just is standing there watching it, and then she turns around, and shoots him in the belly. Uh, the, how how did I mean? Why even use these two? To to just let her go at this point. Yeah, she's gonna slap Ralphie in the head, and that's it. Anyway, so he's running down the hallway. He's using lightsabers, and this scene. This is the stuff. As I said in the beginning, this is the stuff that I really did enjoy. And she's coming after him now. And this scene was awesome. I I don't know how people are gonna feel about, it, but I I loved the scene where the He's got to use the force to fix the cracks. And he's using it because his powers are coming back. And then you get all the troopers kind of coming in and the water comes flying. Now, this is the scene that normally in movies and everything else, it looks really bad when they're running away from water and they're running away from sandstorms. And it looks just bad. This to me looks really good. And it's, this is what bothers me about this show. Sometimes there's, there's sometimes it looks like a $200 million film. And then there's other times it looks like a CW show, but this shot Although this shot was great, I still think that um, it was short. I didn't understand it. And then you get Condom Head running around, coming after. Uh, he He's mad because he didn't get any play this uh, episode. Why is, uh, why is Reva doing this? So now we get Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan's like, all right, let's dress up. No one will, will recognize me now. Let me stick a kid in my in my uh, in my hips, and I and no one's going to recognize this. And they said, "Really? You don't think so?" I was like, "No." Do you see the way you slapped that other stormtrooper in the head? That guy was an imbecile, and and he's just got a big fat ass now walking around. So they're like, "Who's that fat ass with the uh, with the beard?" I'm like, "Oh, that's that's Jimmy. He's been knocking down all the donuts at uh, craft services." So instead. Uh, he's like, oh, I don't want people to think that I'm eating too many donuts. Get out of here, kid. So the kid pops out. Reva comes in running out. And she's like, I got you. And you know that nobody got nobody. Because here comes the ships. Time for the ships to blow some stuff up. So what they do. He's still holding his He's holding his side. protecting. He's doing a little protecting. And they try to get the hell out of Dodge. Now here comes Reva flying around with the with the lightsaber. So I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you too. She does, and she's still. But this is what I'm saying about the viciousness. She takes out the ship. She takes out uh, takes out our boy here. I'm sad. Condom head has nothing to do except watch the ship go down in in flames. She's pissed off about it, as she should be. Her friends, uh, friends Gonski. And then here, you know, everything else is going to turn out bad for you right at the end of this episode. Now you think so. Wait till I show you a little tricks up my sleeve. And here comes Vader. Now this part I loved. Vader comes running in. He is not a happy camper. He's pissed. And he just flies in again, episode four style, choking out his own peeps and says, I told you, asshole. You wanna you wanna mess around? I gave you I gave you a shot to get promoted. And now I'm gonna choke the life out of you. So what do you gotta say about that? And she says, Well, I did what you did. Or what you're gonna do in nine years? You're gonna you're gonna basically take the same thing from me. You're gonna stick a a, a a tracking device on them. So remember this in nine years, you can steal it from me. And that's and she's like he's like all right, I like what you're like your moxie kid. So he lets her live. So they're upset because their friend's dead, and um, you know, he's like oh man, I'm glad I didn't go. 
this part I thought, you know, this, they're sitting, this part was cute to me. They're holding hands. They have this bond. I liked the bond. And then they do this reveal as she's sitting there. It's like, oh, watch this. The droid. That's where the beacon is. Well, we, she just told us there was a there was a beacon on. So clearly it was the droid. And she and it set it up from the beginning. So I don't know. Um, episode was fine. It's uh, it, they gotta they gotta deliver on five and six though. And I they, and please with these thirty minute episodes hit hit five and six with hours, uh, hour a piece or an hour and a half a piece. Please take a take a page off of Stranger Things. But we'll see. Uh, overall thought it was fine, fine episode. A lot of things that I liked, a lot of things that I didn't. And I ask you, what do you guys think? You enjoying it? You like it? Go ahead and subscribe to the channel and make sure that at 12 PM today, my review of Jurassic world is going to be up dominion. And then, um, after that, I think, I mean, yeah, we got Sith council tonight too. A lot of stuff going on. All right. It's still it's still early at some places. Go finish your breakfast.